What is going on, everyone, and welcome to the 81st episode of the Foundation First Fitness Show with Bob Ackerman. We are blasting our way to, blasting our way is a terrible word. We are sprinting our way to 100 episodes. I've probably got about like 15 topics on in mind right now that I'm going to try to just push out as quickly as I possibly can. I want to bring up that volume to potentially uh, from two to three. I haven't even, I've barely been doing one every month, one every two weeks. Uh, and I really want to get that up to three a week. I really want to start crushing out some, some pushing out some really good content. Uh, we've got some new equipment here, gonna, getting a lot of stuff done here. I'm really just excited about a lot of the stuff that we're going to be doing here at Own Performance uh, and a lot of the new content that we've got coming out. So really, really, really pumped about that stuff. Uh, but enough about that. Let's get into the episode. So today's episode is really interesting. Uh, it's, it's one of the areas that I hate doing the most. I hate cardio. I'm not a cardio guy. Like I don't like training cardio myself. I prescribe it for my athletes. Obviously, I, I I do it for a lot of my clients. There's no doubt about it. But am I a cardio person per se? No, cardio is not really my thing. I don't enjoy it. Uh, I'm not lazy. I just don't like the consistent straight line, uh, typical cardio workouts. So the typical runs, they're going for the 20 minute runs. I just can't do it. It's never been something I've been good at. It's never been something that I enjoy. I don't necessarily good at because I never really tried it to really know if I'm good at it, but um, I'm more of a sprinter. So I like that short distance burst and I love variety. So I love to mix things up. So there's some of you out there who might be listening who love that long distance run, who love kind of getting out there, getting a good run in and really just working out some of the, maybe some of the issues that are in your head, just getting a good sweat on, feeling good. Tons of people are like that. And, and God bless you guys, because I, I have no idea how you pull it off. I've been trying for years to kind of squeeze some of that in there and try to, you know, slowly introduce it into my into my, uh, into my my routine, but I, I can't for the life of me figure that out. Um, now, for today's episode, I'm going to give you guys three, three things that I would really recommend you try doing if you are like me. So if you're someone like me, you hate getting into the gym and doing some cardio workouts, or maybe you're just a seasoned runner and the weather sucks today and you don't want to go out for a run. You want to go into a gym, get a quick workout and you want to hit that treadmill. You don't have much time. You don't have much time to squeeze in a long run uh, and you want to mix things up and you want to use that treadmill to really try to spice things up. This is a great episode for you. Uh, I'm going to be going over one that I think many of you have seen. Another another one is something that I usually use uh, with a lot of my athletes when we're trying to get in a nice sweat, a nice really challenging cardio workout uh, that that is really just going to be short in time but really effective in nature. So the first one is Tabata. So a Tabata basically is there's a scientist in in uh, in Tokyo who I think it's Tokyo. I want to say Tokyo. I'm pretty sure it's Tokyo. His last name was Tabata. He was basically a doctor of I think it was. Uh, physiology, exercise physiology, something like that. He had a PhD in exercise physiology, something to that extent. Don't quote me on that. Um, but eventually, essentially what he did was he came up with a, a way to really train your cardio, short periods of time, get a high burst, get a lot of effective uh, results out of it, get really good results out of it. And basically what a Tabata is, is it's essentially an interval, but it's a specifically designed interval. So it's 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest, 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds of rest. You're basically 
basically going from 20 to 10, you're repeating that and it's gonna go for four minutes. So a Tabata protocol is technically four minutes. Now, some of you may have been introduced this to this in an eight minute or 12 minute fashion. The original is four minutes. So 20 seconds of work, 10 seconds off. That was designed uh, primarily for running now you can do it in a bunch of different ways. So what you can do is you can go, uh, let's say you do like a squat, or you can do 20 seconds of squat, 10 seconds off, 20 seconds of squat, 10 seconds off, and you'll basically take what might have taken you uh, 10 minutes, you'll get it done in four minutes. Heart rate gets going, you do have to bring down the intensity of the weights, but you can still get that heart rate up, that heart rate going, still get an effective workout in, and it really shortens that time frame. As a runner, as a runner, what the great thing is about this is you can almost do this in two or three blocks. So you can go uh, ten seconds, uh, sorry, twenty seconds on, ten seconds off. Do that for four minutes. Take a minute off. Take a minute break. Recover. Try it again, and go for, go through it again. You can do this on a bike. You can do this on a treadmill. You can do this outside if you want to. Uh, this is a great way to really start pushing the limits of your cardio. So you're basically your ability to run at a high intensity and then give you give yourself a little bit of a break. So it really starts challenging that lactic acid build, uh, challenges different, uh, it, it challenges not just your aerobic, but your anaerobic capacities, which is really, really important for a runner. Because if you are challenged with having to overtake someone or really start getting that push at the end, this is where you're gonna get that. It's really interesting way to get some cardio in. Now, if you're the average person, what's great about it is that it's a lot higher in intensity. Because you're gonna be pushing your body at a higher intensity, you're gonna need require more calories to recover afterwards. So you're gonna be burning more calories after the workout to recover from that. So there is a bonus when it comes to weight loss. Um, but in terms of cardio, it's a great way to train your cardio. Really challenging, really like it. It's probably one of my favorite ones to give uh, athletes. I love it because it's it's a great way for me to get in a quick little bit of a cardio session when we are short on time. And I can always mix it up with workouts too. So I can go three blocks of four. I can do a cardio, a lower body, and an upper body segment, and we get an entire workout in there. 12 minutes, and you're in and out really quickly. So I love that. It's a great way to get that in. Number two. Uh, 1510s. 1510s uh, for me, I know there's a lot of people who do this. I just I just call them 1510s. 1510s are basically 15 degree incline. So you take that treadmill, you crank it up to 15. Not all treadmills hit 15. Okay, so you want to make sure that some will only go to 12. 10 is the speed. So if you can't go 10, that's okay. It's just 10 is a very challenging speed to be at 15 incline. So that 15 degree incline. When it comes to, sorry about that, my, I've got some crazy, my allergies, I don't know why my allergies are starting to come back pretty early this year. I've been taking some, I've been taking some stuff to try to like kind of dampen it, but for some reason this, this year, my allergies really came on a little bit earlier than expected, so I wasn't really prepared for it, so I wasn't doing the whole little process. But anyway, so 15 tenths, and you can mix that up. So if you can't do 15 tens, you can do 15 eights, you do 15 sevens. What you're looking for is really a really challenging speed to be able to run at a 15 incline. I know I don't want you stumbling over your feet every single time you get onto the treadmill, but what I want you to do is be able to push yourself a lot. And with this, what you can do is you can do 15 10 10. So 15 10 10 basically means 15 degree incline, 10 speed, 10 second sprints, 10 seconds off, 10 second sprint, 10 seconds off, and you're repeating that uh, five to 10 times. That is absolutely brutal. So it's a great way of getting a really good uh, leg routine in. 
you can go, you can push it to, you can even mix that up with a Tabata actually. So you can take a 1510, bring it up to a Tabata and make it a 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. It's, it's, it's a great way to change up the incline of your run. This does come with a warning though. If you're not used to running on an incline, you might want to progress into it a little bit easier uh, because, because your foot comes up into a little bit more of a pulse. You're pulling your foot up higher. That increased pull uh, essentially puts your calf on a little bit more of a stretch so there is more tension every time you put your foot down. You want to be careful for that because that can increase the likelihood of either a tendon strain, tendonitis, uh, and if you don't pay attention to it, it can cause like a, a, a pretty significant tear as per one of my clients who didn't really notice that that was actually happening. So um, when you do these incline runs, pay attention. You got to go gently. They are great. And this is a great way to challenge you to really start pushing the legs. Anyone who's ran up a hill knows exactly what hill runs are. This is very similar. You're doing it on a treadmill and you're kind of gauging the speed so that you know it's always the same intensity. It's, it's a 10. So you're not running any faster, you're not running any slower. You can't slack off. It's 10. You're running a 10 every single time. So the workouts are very similar in nature. Now for the third one, this one plays on a little bit of both. The difference is, is that it's a consistent run, so there's no break. So what you do is, I used to call, I call it a pyramid. Uh, sometimes a lot of, I used to call it king of the hill. So I used to be basically create like a hill game for the guys who were coming in for workouts. And I would say, if you want to do a cardio workout, everyone's going to try it once. And you're going to try to see how high you can get and how consistently you can go before you have to stop. So what you do is very simply, you set the incline on zero. You start running at a pace that you would be able to run about 30 minutes for. So you want to be able to run 30 minutes, but that 30 minute run has got to be relatively hard. So at the end of the 30 minute run, you're pretty much gassed. It's You're good to go. What you're going to do is you start at zero. Every minute you're, incli- you're increasing the incline by one degree. So you start at zero, you go up by one at one minute, then you go up to two at two minutes, then at three minutes you go up to three and you continuously go up all the way up. So the treadmill that we were using was 15, it had a 15 incline. So because it was a 15 incline, it would be about 15 minutes up. And then what you're trying to do is see if you can make your way back down. So 15 up, 15 down. Usually it's like guys would make to 12 or 13 and they would just die out. Uh, It's pretty simple until about eight, seven or eight. And then at seven or eight, it starts picking up. By 12, it's it's agonizing because it's a minute straight of 12 run. So it's pretty brutal, but that again is a great way to mix up that cardio workout. You're going to get the, you're going to get the training that you need. You're going to get that resistance that you, uh, sorry, that intensity that you need. You're going to get the cardiovascular stress that you need. You're not going to get the volume that you need. So one thing that I want you to pay attention to that's kind of similar with all of these three, maybe the pyramid is probably the only one that kind of escapes that, but everything else, they're really playing in three in, in three different um, cardiovascular systems. So one's more of a sprint, so the 1510 is more of a sprint. The Tabata is more of a, it's a midway sprint. So it's between sprinting and long distance run and the pyramid's more of a long distance run. So you're getting all three of those in there. So I'm giving you some options, but one of the thing I want you to pay, one thing I want you to pay attention to is that they are all three of them cardiovascular training routines, but what they are is they are volume reducing routines. So what you're doing is you are decreasing the amount of volume that you're doing along that entire workout. Usually when you go for a long run, it's long. It's 30, 40 minutes, 45 minutes, maybe even an hour. So the volume's always high. With these workouts, you're able to get a very effective 
uh, cardio workout in, reducing the volume. So the wear on your body is much lower, which is also kind of giving you a break too. So you get a bit of both worlds. Is this the best way to train for a marathon? No. Is it a great thing to mix into your marathon routines to switch things up and challenge yourself? Yes. If you are following a schedule, this is a really good thing to be doing at the end because it helps you, it helps challenge you for any of that incline, decline in those hills. And when you need to create some speed, you need to create some separation. That's where these workouts are going to come in handy. Um, Highly recommend mixing them up and sprinkling them into your workouts. If you are just trying to get in shape, another great way, if you honestly bounce between these three throughout your entire week, your cardio routines are set. This is a th- this is a full week of cardio routines set up for you. You don't even have to worry about it. Go from one to the other to the other and then alternate through. Mess around with the intensity so you can find that intensity that's right for you and I guarantee you will start seeing results even with just sticking with these three because the variety is so big between them, because the trans- because the 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 difference between them is so great, you're never really gonna get bored stuck doing the same monotonous routine. So give these three a shot. If you have any questions about other cardio routines that you've done or you have some things that you want to throw my way, reach out to me. You know how to get in touch with me. Leave a little comment. Let me know how you, let me know what you thought about this episode. And honestly, if you haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. If you guys are listening to this on the podcast and you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, now is the time. Get to that YouTube channel, get to my Instagram. Things are going to start coming out. I'm going to start rolling out a lot more content in the next few uh, in the next few weeks, in the next few months. So it's going to be a ton of stuff. I don't want you guys missing out on that. My sister's going to get involved. I just point behind me because there's a, her office is back there. As some of you have seen that episode, you know, she works in there. Uh, and honestly, we're just going to be pumping out. The two of us are going to be pumping out a lot more content. So I'm really excited about that. Now, have yourselves a great day. And until that next time, keep building that foundation. Take care, guys. Bye.